Welcome to 613 Wrestling, the podcast about wrestling by wrestling fans for wrestling fans. Mark is out on assignment, so today I have a special guest. Marin has joined us. No, not special, extraordinary. Oh, well, I'm sorry. An extraordinary guest, Marin, who is a big fan of wrestling. So she has agreed to join us today to talk about the big wrestling weekend we have coming. So we actually have three big events coming up this weekend we have evolves 10th anniversary special so that's uh, evolve 131 we have aew's fight for the fallen and we also have extreme rules which is taking place this sunday so in this episode we're going to go through all three cards give us our thoughts and opinions we'll also talk about a little bit of other things and we're also going to provide you with an update on what's going on with the next c4 show fighting back so stay tuned, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, thanks again for joining us. Welcome back from our uh, extremely long, just kidding, couple second non-commercial break. <laughs> so up first, I thought we'd just take an opportunity to talk a little bit about uh, AEW's next quote-unquote pay-per-view which is Fight for the Fallen. This takes place this Saturday, July 13th at uh, what looks like Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, it looks like this is uh, a charity event. It's sponsored by Farrah and Farrah. The proceeds from the gate are going to go to Jacksonville's Victim Association... Sorry, Victim Assistance Advisory Council to help victims of violent crime. So I think this is a pretty good event. Uh, it's definitely going to help out a good cause. And I believe you can catch this for free... Uh, if you sign up to Bleacher Report Live, that's not Bleacher Report, thanks to the one and only Alan, who did let me know that it has a completely separate login for Bleacher Report Live. So that will be free, and it will have some implications for the next big, big pay-per-view they have, which is going to be all out. So we're just going to go through the match card. You know, to be honest with you, I haven't really followed much of the uh, AEW as of yet. You know, a little bit behind. But, uh, you know, we'll just let you guys know what's going on with the matches and, uh, and what implications, if any, uh, these matches are going to have down the road. Uh, first things first, wanted to mention that uh, I know that this is taking place at the same time, or rather, Evolve's 10th anniversary show will show up on the network, and we will talk about that next. Uh, at the same time as this show, and I know that Kenny Omega had some disappointing words with regards to... WWE trying to step on AEW's toes during this charity event. Whether it's on purpose or not, who knows. But uh, hopefully we'll have an opportunity uh, down the road to be able to not have to pick one or the other. We'll be able to watch both. What's a pay-per-view? What is a pay-per-view, Marin wants to know. A pay-per-view is an old term in which you have to sign up to something and you pay money to watch a special event. 
So yeah. before, you used to have to call up your cable company and order the wrestling events. But now we have the network, so the wrestling events come with it. But for some of the smaller promotions or some of the different promotions, you have to sign up to either Fight TV or Independent Wrestling Wait, TV. Fight the TV? No, it's Fight with an F-I-T-E. It has all sorts of mixed martial arts. So that being said, so this is uh, looks like an eight-card match. Um, it is going to have some impacts on our local scene as well, but we'll talk about that when we get to that. So up first is Brandy Rhodes versus Allie. I have no idea what the backstory is or anything like that, but it's a singles match. Yeah, you can, but we're going to finish this one first, okay? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, Ali Ali should win this one. I think she's a stronger wrestler. Um, hopefully, she will come out on top and uh, send the chief brandy officer back to the back office. So, up next is Kenny Omega versus Sima. I'm not familiar with Sima. just the reality of life. Uh, I do enjoy Kenny Omega. He always puts on a good show. So, these guys have the next match. It may not be in this particular order. It's just what Wikipedia tells us. So hopefully they'll uh, put on a great show. Up next, I think, is one of the more anticipated matches. And that is going to feature... Cody and Dustin... What does that say? Rhodes. Rhodes. Versus Young Bucks match Jackson and Nick Jackson. So we know that last pay-per-view... Uh, sorry, last full pay-per-view, which was... Um, all in, double or nothing. Cody and Dustin put on a hell of a match. So they are going to come back and face off against the Young Bucks. This will be an interesting match. Uh, you know, it's it's always challenging when you try and, and sh compete against your friends uh, to try and make sure that the wrestling is good because you probably don't have that strong of a story. So up next we have Adam Page. Taking on Kip Sabian. Is uh, this is a straight-up singles match. And, uh, you know, so we'll see how this one goes. I think Adam Page is quite a solid wrestler. Uh, he, the fans do seem to love him. Kip Sabian, new name for me. I know that he is connected with uh, Penelope Ford. So I'm sure you'll see his name more often. So up next, what's the question, Marin? Is Adam Page's, Ethan Page's son or cousin? They are not at all related. Then They're just... Because you're allowed to have whatever name you want as long as it's not Wait, exactly the same. Wait, is it their real names? No, because Ethan Page's real name is not Ethan Page. What is it? It's Julian. Oh, I didn't I'm know. not sure about Adam Page. Uh, Ethan. No. So up next, we have a six-man tag match, which is Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allen, and the bad boy, Joey Janela, versus MJF, Sammy Guevara, and Sean Spears. Sean Spears did get himself in a little bit of trouble at Fighter Fest for uh, hitting Cody pretty hard with a chair. Uh, AEW did originally have him removed from a appearance for signings, but the fans spoke up and said they wanted him back, so they brought him back, so that's good. We'll see how this one goes. This one, I think, will be a really solid match. There's a lot of good talent in there, and uh, we'll hear Joey Janela's name later when we talk a little bit about C4. Up next, we have a tag team match. SoCal Uncensored with Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky with Christopher Daniels in their corner, taking on the Lucha Brothers. Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. So they will, uh, they'll put also put on a solid one match. I think these two tag teams are going to be the staple, uh, along with the Young Bucks in the tag team division for AEW. Next we have local favorite, 
can't say his name. Sunny Kiss oh. taking on Peter Avalon with Leva Bates. Never heard of Peter Avalon. Not sure what he is. But us Ottawa fans do love Sunny Kiss. So we hope that Sunny Kiss comes out in the end. And uh, the more that Sunny Kiss can get exposure, the better it is for everyone. Because Sunny Kiss is awesome. The last match on the card, not necessarily the last match of the night, because it probably won't be, is the Dark Order, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson versus uh, Angelico and Jack Evans and versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. This one will have some ramifications for All Outs. AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament. The winner gets an opportunity for a first round bye. Dark Order had a phenomenal appearance on Double or Nothing. We saw them here at the 613 Wrestling Show in the 613 with C4. We'll talk a little bit more later about what impacts this also might have on those guys. So that's the card. Not sure how this is going to go. You know, I'm sure that they'll put on a good a good show for everyone anyways. It's nice to have a little bit of change and alternatives. Because um, not everything can be WWE. But you don't have to hate WWE and like AEW. You can like them both. There's nothing wrong with that. So after the break, and it'll be a very short break for you guys, we're going to come back with Evolve's 10th anniversary show, Evolve 131. Hey everyone, welcome back to our Wrestling Weekend Preview Show. Up next on the card is Evolve's 10th Anniversary Special Evolve 131. This is going up head-to-head on the WWE Network uh, against AEW's Fight for the Fallen. This show is going to feature a slew of WWE superstars, which is a point of contention for some people that Gabe Sapolsky and Evolve don't have to try that hard to get people to come out to their shows because they're utilizing their partnership with WWE. It's really a matter of opinion. I've never been to an Evolve show, so I couldn't say either way. So we're going to break down the nine matches of the card in no particular order. It's just what's on the list. I'm sure you could figure out which ones will actually take place in what order. But here we go. Up first on the list is the NXT Championship. Champion Adam Cole taking on 205 Live's Akira Tozawa. This is going to be a solid match. I think this is one that everyone's going to really enjoy. Adam Cole will come out on top. He really performs well on the big stage or on the network stage. And so I think he's going to take place. Uh, it's going to take place in probably one of the better show, better matches of the night. Up next is the Catchpoint Reunion match. Where we have Drew Gulak, the 205 Live champion, taking on Matt Riddle. These are two very excellent Matt wrestlers. I can't imagine... Any more technical of a match on this card, I think you're going to see Matt Riddle come out on top. He's the young star. He's going to get the push. Up next, we have the Future Is Now Showcase match featuring two of C4's favorite wrestlers. Josh Briggs versus Anthony Green. That's right, Marin. Josh Briggs versus Anthony Green. Two of our favorites here on the show. Josh Briggs is on a roll. He's a fantastic wrestler. I think this is a big moment for him. He deserves the spotlight. He's going to shine. Anthony Green as well. But if I see Josh Briggs jump over that corner post again, I will lose my mind. I do think that Josh Briggs is going to come out on top. I think this is the one for him. 
Up next, we have a winner-takes-all match for both the WWN Championship and Evolve Championship. This one, I believe, will probably be the the main event on the last match of the night. We have the WWN Champion J.D. Drake taking on Evolve Champion Austin Theory. I'm not familiar with WWN, but I imagine that the Evolve Champion will maintain or retain his and take over the new one, so Austin Theory will come out with victory. Next, we have a grudge match between Anthony Henry and Arturo Ruaz. I have no idea who either of these two are. They are obviously Evolve wrestlers, as, and they obviously hate each other. Otherwise, why would you have a grudge match? Couldn't tell you who was going to win, but I'm going to go with Arturo Ruaz, just because his name is much funner to say. Up next, we have a special challenge match with Babatunde taking on Colby Carino. I neither heard of neither one of these wrestlers, so I cannot tell you who I think is going to win. I want Babatunde to win because I know a guy named Babatunde. He's a nice guy, so hopefully this guy is the same way. Up next, we have a fatal four-way match with Kurt Stallion, NXT's Sean Malua, Maluda, I apologize, Stephen Wolf, and Harlem Bravado. I only know Sean. I have never heard of these other three. I'm sure it'll be crazy because anytime in the independent scene you got more than two wrestlers in the match, there's usually something nuts going to happen. Up next is the tag team match for the Evolve Tag Team Championship. You have your current champions, Eddie Kingston and Joe Gacy, taking on AR Fox and Leon Ruff, with apparently Ayla and the Skulk in their corner. I have only ever heard of Eddie Kingston and AR Fox. I am a big fan of Eddie Kingston. I like what he, the attitude he brings to the ring. I like the the aggressiveness. I was going to say violence, but that's not really it. I like his aggressiveness, and uh, and he's great on the mic. I'm not a big fan of AR Fox. I know that a lot of people do like him, but I find every time I see him in videos, he's doing something that just puts himself in such danger or such a high-risk maneuver, it just doesn't seem worth it. And frankly, I don't want to encourage that type of wrestling. I don't think anybody should go to the show wondering, is this guy going to be able to walk out of here on his own two feet? So hopefully Eddie Kingston and Joe Gacy retain. Only time will tell. And our finally, finally our last match of the night, we have Brandy Lauren taking on Shotzi Blackheart. I have never heard of either of these two, but... I like the idea of Shotzi Blackheart winning just because it sounds like a cooler name. So we'll see how this goes. You know, once again, you're going to catch this on the network this Saturday, July 13th. You can tape it and watch AEW or you can watch this one and watch AEW after on Bleacher Report Live. So don't be afraid. You can watch both. It's okay. You don't have to pick one or the other. You can certainly watch both. So once again, this is going to be on Saturday on the network. This is definitely a showcase for some of our favorite wrestlers here uh, with Josh Briggs and Anthony Green. So hopefully they'll put on a hell of a match. And maybe perhaps we'll see them back on the network again another time. I think you should watch... Um... Which match should we watch? Um... Gacy, you think that's the match to watch? Yeah. All right. Marin has chosen her match to watch as Eddie Kingston versus Joe Gacy. 
So that wraps up Evolve 131. Stay tuned next. We are going to discuss Extreme Rules 2019. So stay tuned. Hey everyone, welcome back once again. My name is Kyle. I'm here with my extraordinary guest, Marin. We are going to break down Extreme Rules 2019 taking place this Sunday, July 14th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Conveniently enough, the same location as the Evolve Show. So this one has had uh, an interesting build-up. I don't think it's had a, a long build-up considering we just came off um, of the last pay-per-view We'll kind of see what's going on and uh, and what's going to happen. But, you know, Stopping Grounds, I thought that was a really good uh, pay-per-view. So we'll just see kind of how this one lines up. Uh, we've got ten matches on the card right now. Uh, one of them is still a question mark, I think, because the storyline doesn't really make any sense. Uh, I'm sure that one of these matches will probably end up on the pre-show. My guess is probably... Um, uh, probably the Drew Gulak and Tony Nese uh, match, uh, which we'll cover. Um, so it'll probably end up being nine. It'll run its usual three and a half, four hours. So we're just going to go this in no particular order. Um, we'll talk about the match. Marin will give her predictions, and we will go from there. So up first, we have for the Raw Tag Team Championship, the champions, the Revival, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder, one of my favorite tag teams, taking on the Usos with Jimmy and Jay, also another favorite of mine. Uh, this will be a solid tag team match. Somebody on Twitter was took issue with this. I don't know why. I mean, you have two, two of the best tag teams in the world. They're actual tag teams. They gel really well together. They, they wrestle together, and they're not just two individuals. So this is definitely one match I'm looking forward to. And so uh, I, think, uh, I think this is the time for the Revival to maintain their championship. I think they have this... Rich guy gimmick going that uh, at least it's something, and I think they deserve to win. Marin, who do you think is going to win this match? The Usos. The Usos. The Usos? You think the Usos are going to win be the new champions? Mm -hmm. Well, there you have it, folks. Marin thinks the Usos, whereas I think it'll be the Revival. So we'll see who's right come Sunday. Up next, we have Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley in a last man standing match. This is to... Kind of hopefully cap off the feud they've had involving, uh, you know, the video screens or whatever you want to call them when they went crashing through. Um, this is definitely a match that I don't really care for. I think that it's just a story that isn't really going anywhere. So hopefully this will be the last of them and they can go off and do something else. I really do want to see Bobby Lashley start competing for... You know some some championships. Hopefully he's uh, has an opportunity to, to put something together uh, for the Universal and or the SmackDowns uh, WWE Championship. So I think that uh, in the end Braun Strowman's going to win. He's the face. Everyone seems to love him, even though it doesn't seem like anybody in the back end background of WWE is overly happy with him as they keep promoting him and then pulling him. So we'll have to see how it goes. Marin, who do you think is going to win this match? Braun Strowman as well? Yeah. All right. The monster among men. Big hands, Braun Strowman. Up next, we have the U.S. Championship, the WWE United States Championship. Ricochet as the champion, taking on AJ Styles with the club, Anderson and Gallows, 
it is nice to see them back. I think this is an opportunity for AG to finally get his heel turn that he didn't quite get a chance to do before because he was up against um, John Cena, and John Cena is somebody that all the grown adult males love to hate. And so it was really hard for AG to get that, that, that heel push. But I do think that uh, this is a good time for him. Ricochet is a fan favorite. They put on some good matches so far. I think they have a good, solid story going. I'm hoping that this will lead to AJ uh, finally getting back in the main event. I'm still mad that he didn't leave, or that he left SmackDown, because I thought this was really the place for him. In the end, though, I think Ricochet is going to find a way to win. I think AJ's better than the U.S. Championship, um, and he's not somebody like The Miz who will make something special out of it, uh, as he's had this belt before, or championship title. Uh, so I think that it will be Ricochet. So, Marin, who do you think is going to be the winner between Ricochet and AJ Styles? Ricochet because I don't like AJ Styles. Ricochet because I don't like AJ Styles. All right, there you have it. We both agree that Ricochet will come out and retain his championship. So up next we have Alistair Black and Cesaro. Alistair's been off for a while. He's been cutting these odd you know, promos that are kind of a little Stardust-esque, sitting in a dark room. Uh, brooding. Uh, Cesaro was... I don't even know if you want to call it revealed or what the case may be, but I think this is a good opportunity. We still haven't seen Sheamus back. Who knows if he's going to come back, so this is a good opportunity for Cesaro to get back in his singles matches. I think that, you know, this is going to be a great match because we haven't seen Aleister Black in a while. Cesaro really puts on really great matches, so I'm really looking forward to this one. I think this one might be a you know a surprise uh, match of the of the night. Uh, it's, this one's gonna be tough to say, but I feel like for Alistair's return, they're gonna give him the win. Marin, who do you think is gonna win this match? Alistair. You think Alistair as well? Yeah. All right. Up next, we have a triple threat tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. And it's going to be Daniel Bryan and Roman. As the champions. Um, versus the New Day, Xavier Woods and Biggie. Yep. Versus Heavy Machinery. Which is Otis and Tucker, um, who got the single name treatment. Uh, so we'll see how this one goes. You know, this one's a tough situation. I think that by moving the Usos off... Um, off SmackDown, you you take away, you know, you don't have the revival, you don't have Anderson and Gallows. The tag team division in SmackDown is going to struggle. Um, I think Daniel Bryan is better as a single competitor back up in the main story, uh, but you know he never really got his his revenge on Kofi. So we'll see how this goes. I kind of think that this is going to be the time for Heavy Machinery to uh, to take. Their place on the on the grand stage of being champion. You know, I think they're a big fan favorite. Um, the division isn't very strong right now, so I think this is an opportunity for the fans to really cheer on uh, a great face tag team. So up next, and this is what I said before, it's likely going to be on the pre-show because it always seems to be, is our Cruiserweight Championship, Drew Gulak and Tony Nese. Tony Nese looking to get his title back. This, I think, is going to be another solid match. You know, you have... They're not contrasting styles. They're slightly different. 
uh, Drew being a little bit more of a mat wrestler. But uh, I think these guys are going to put on a great match. I think Drew's going to retain. He's going to figure out a way to win, whether it's through, you know, legitimate means or sketchy means. But I think this is a nice new opportunity for him to really shine and bring back that tough side of him that we saw during the Cruiserweight Championships. Uh, we kind of lost as he went through his Make 205 Live great again, uh, which didn't really win over the crowd. So hopefully we'll see some positivity in this and we'll see a great match. So, uh, Marin, who do you think is going to win? And I apologize, Marin. Who do you think is going to win the tag match? Um, either Daniel Bryan and Roman or The New Day. Okay, and who do you think is going to win between Drew and Tony? Drew. You think Drew's going to retain his, his title? Yes. All right. So up next, we have a peculiar match. This is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. We have a handicap match. Bailey defending her belt versus Alexa and Nikki. Nikki winning her match and being able to choose a stipulation. I just... Bailey is the champion. She needs a more affordable challenger, I think, in order to really get the crowd behind her. I think Sasha Banks was a great uh, adversary for her because they have very contrasting personalities. Um, Alexa Blitz, I think, is bigger than this. Um, and, uh, you know, I think she really should be back on the main stage. Uh, this is, I think, is an opportunity, though. I think they've been kind of leading towards Nikki Cross, finally cluing in that she's doing all the work and Alexa isn't. So I think what you may end up happening, and this is kind of my prediction, is that Alexa and Nikki are going to win, and then Nikki's going to demand her title shot against Alexa uh, because she did all the work. I really would like to see Nikki go back to sanity. Nikki, I think it was a nice breath of fresh air. She was definitely a different personality. And I think that, in the end, the music is still there, so it's what best suits her personality. Mary, who do you think is going to win? Bailey, or is it going to be the duo of Alexa and Nikki? Bailey, and then Alexa is going to um, um, demand to get the title, so she's going to go against Bailey. You think they're going to go back to have another one-on-one -on -one match? Yeah. Okay. So up next, we have the WWE Championship. Kofi Kingston, the champion, versus Samoa Joe. I'm always a big fan of Samoa Joe. I love his promos. I love his in-ring ability. I, I just am such a huge fan of him, and I'm so glad that he defied the odds and, uh, and got up to the main roster instead of staying within NXT. As much as I would love Joe to win, I just have a hard time thinking the WWE is ever going to let him win again. Uh, so I do think that Kofi's going to retain. I think there's an opportunity for somebody else to come up uh, and really take it away from Kofi. I just don't know if Joe's the guy as much as I would like to. So I think Kofi's going to win. Marin, who do you think is going to win this well, match? if I think the New Day's going to win, of course I'm going to think that Kofi can All right. Do you think it's going to be double belt time for yeah. the New Day? So yeah. Kofi's going to come out on top. So our other match, which is an odd one because it still is a no-holds-barred tag team match with Shane McMahon, the best in the world, and the underutilized, extremely talented Drew McIntyre. And the 
taking on Roman Reigns and The Undertaker, yet somehow it's not supposed to be The Undertaker because Roman lost the match. They haven't really stated what's going to happen. Kevin Owens put on a fantastic performance uh, on SmackDown. He pulled the Stone Cold Steve Austin. He stuttered the boss. I think that's what's going to end up happening is you're going to have, instead of Undertaker, thankfully, because he's terrible now, is you're going to have Kevin Owens step up and and take his place. What, you think he's wrong? You think I'm wrong? You think... No, I'm just I'm just shocked that you say that he's he's terrible. Yeah, because he's a thousand years old and needs to stop wrestling. I know it's not a fan favorite opinion, but it's my opinion, well, and I will forever keep it. Yeah, but I but he's got a long tongue, so he's yeah. gonna stay in. Oh, he's got a long tongue, and that's what makes him stay in. Okay, then. So I think Kevin Owens is going to come and take his place. It seems to fit with the story. And then I think you're going to get a Kevin Owens-Shane match. I really would like to see Drew McIntyre move on. He somehow managed to get himself into SmackDown by random, uh, you know, through the wildcard process. Um, and hopefully, you know, he'll get in there. I, you know, I would love to see Drew McIntyre with that championship belt. I think he's, uh, he's a great fit as a, an excellent heel champion. And then hopefully Shane will just get back to being, I don't care if he's an evil GM or whatever. I just don't want to see him in the ring anymore. Marin, who do you think is going to win? Shane and Drew or Roman and his tag team partner? Why aren't you saying Undertaker? Because I can't guarantee it's going to be Undertaker. That being said, I think Roman is going to win. Roman ring and then Undertaker is going to give up. You think Undertaker is going to come up? No, well, I think think Roman ring is going to get um like he's gonna pin the person down and then well one of them and then and then undertaker um doesn't do anything oh okay i see so i think you know i really do think that uh, roman's gonna win with whoever his tag team partner is uh i think the best in the world gimmick is is coming to an end or hopefully it is uh it's just been far too long and then our last match likely the main event is the last chance winners take all mixed tag team extreme rules match for both the WWE Universal Championship and the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Seth Rollins, the Universal Champion, and Becky Lynch, the Raw Women's Champion, versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. This is an interesting one. You know, as I talked about it on the last show, I'm just not a big fan of forcing real life relationships uh, into the ring. They happen organically. That's fine. Or if they are, you know, mentioned. But this one seems really forced. Uh, I just, you know, Baron is Baron's a great heel. There's no doubt about it. I just don't think that he is championship caliber. I think that he is better suited in a, uh, you know, mid card role. Lacey Evans is kind of the same boat. But ultimately, until Nia Jax gets back, we don't really have a suitable contender for Becky at Raw. Um, there's just, you know, they're, they're a little lackluster at the moment. Maybe this is an opportunity for Sasha Banks to finally get over <laughs> her issues and come back to the ring because okay. I definitely would appreciate a Becky-Sasha match as well. So uh, in the end, you know, I can't imagine they're going to give Lacey and Baron this championship. It just doesn't make sense unless there's going to be a big surprise. I know it is a Extreme Rules match, which means that anything's possible, but I just can't imagine that they're going to squash Seth. And Becky on this one, I think there's opportunities for these two down the road. I hope this is the one and only time we do see them together, unless it's a really solid storyline that makes sense. 
but for the interim, I do think that the champions will retain and Baron and Lacey can ride off into the sunset, take a little holiday, and come back and do something new. Marin, who do you think is going to win this match? First, I have a question. Yes. Are Baron Corbin and um, Lacey have been dating? No, actually, as they stated on Raw or SmackDown this week, they are not dating. And in fact, that's what's going to help them win, is they don't have feelings involved. And, but Becky Lynch and, and Seth Rollins are dating. Yes, that's right. But so they're more stronger. Yeah, so who do you think is going to win? Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. All right. They're going to keep their Universal Championship and Raw Women's Championship. So there you go. We both agree. We're going to have retaining champions on that one. So it's a big card again. Again, at Poly Run, three and a half, four hours. It takes place this Sunday, July 14th, the Wells Fargo Center in Philly, Pennsylvania. We'll be interested to see how this crowd reacts. Philly's always a finicky one. You're going to get lots of EC dub chants. Uh, I'm sure you'll get some AE dub chants as well. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. But uh, nonetheless, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I definitely think there's matches that everyone should look forward to. So that being said, that wraps up our Extreme Rules breakdown. Um, before we head out, though, I just wanted to provide some updates on the big show here in Ottawa, the C4s Fighting Back 9. This one's going to be a huge one. Just to get a heads up, Gold VIP sold out. Silver VIP sold out. All that's left is your general admission tickets. You can get them at your regularly stated uh, locations. Uh, we will be there in the front row and be able to, uh, you know, we'll provide our updates. Uh, we'll talk through the matches. We'll also uh, go through and, uh, and we'll break down the, the, the event after the fact. So let's, uh, let's just talk a little bit about it. So um, obviously Cody Rhodes and his uh, mystery buddy will be attending. Uh, it was also announced that uh, the Butcher and the Blade will be uh, in the ring and, uh, you know, they always put on a good match. You mean somebody's going through a, a door. Uh, C4, we don't do tables. We do doors. I have a question. Yes. Is Vanessa Craven going to be there? I have no idea, but we'll but have to wait But didn't she, like, hurt her leg and then never came back? Well, it takes a long, long time to, to but, recover like, from injury. she's not even on crutches anymore. So? She still has to recover. Okay. That being said, uh, the other announcement was bad boy Joey Janela will be making an appearance. Um... I'm wondering if maybe we'll see an appearance from Enzo Amore. Maybe we get a grudge match after their Blink-182 throwdown. That being said, you know, we did post on Twitter if you guys thought that this whole thing was a work, a shoot, if Joey was just joking around, or if Enzo is full-on crazy. And I kind of have to think that Enzo might in fact be full-on crazy. So let's just check the Twitter profile, see what we had here, see what people thought. The final results, thank you for 13 people who voted. That's excellent. We had um, 8% thought it was a work, 31% thought it was a shoot, 8% thought Joey was joking around. But the winner, 54%, Enzo has just straight up lost his mind. He looked ridiculous. He acted ridiculous. He is ridiculous. He is definitely not somebody that we should be having any attention for because it just makes things worse. And you know what? You can't teach that. That being said, I'm hoping that we're going to see the Dark Order. Sources have told us that 
the frequency in which we're going to see them might be less and less now that the AEW is coming through. They're going to be busy. They're going to be a prominent feature on the show. So if they come out, make sure you guys come out. This might be one of your last opportunities for a little while. Same thing with Joey Janela. I got to feel like he's in the same boat. So please make sure you come out. It's for a fantastic cause. That's going to take place on the 16th of August. Once again, only general admission tickets left. It's definitely going to be worth it. 100% of the ticket sales are donated to the Canadian Cancer Society. And we get to tell cancer to F off. And maybe you'll see us there. And maybe you will see us there in the front row wearing one of the 6,000 wrestling shirts that we own. That being said, thank you very much, everyone. I wanted to thank Marin for joining us. In the absence of Mark, once again, my name is Kyle. You are listening to 613 Wrestling Podcast. We'll catch you all next week. Enjoy your wrestling, because we certainly will. And goodbye. Goodbye. Six, one, three, wrestling.